a little bit you know are you in the 98 ford explorer still uh, i'm in the 2000 uh corolla okay yeah no ac it's all right it's not as hot today so you know gotta stay grounded you know you know how uh, humble i am i know all right, thanks, Stephen. Adam, we ready to go? Let's go. All right, everything's plugged in. Right, Yo, chill. First time back. Give me a break. <laughs> All, All right, right Stephen, the French Bulldog. Oh, he's left. Wow, he just left us like that, high and dry. Fred, electric weekend. It's been an yeah, electric past past couple of weeks, really. Kick us off. Uh, I mean, I, there's so much to talk about over the weekend. We should have did this yesterday, but I was busy. Anyways, uh, great weekend. It's been a great stretch. I know we lost last night. Tough little game, but, you know, it's not a big deal. We got Alec Mills back on the mound. Uh, four starts ago, we threw a no-hitter, which is a crazy stat to think about. Anyways, uh, electric weekend, the Cup Snakes. I want to hear people's thoughts on that. The team, you know, what we're going to do moving forward. Whole assortment of things to talk about. And the Cubs are in first place. They arguably, I mean, I know that we've had good teams like the 2018 team was really good. 2017 team won a lot of games. Like, I know there's been really good teams. Last team was solid, but I don't know. I haven't felt as good about a team uh, short, the, I mean, uh, compared to the 2016 team as I do this one because – they're versatile. They've done it hurt. They've done it with a fantastic and disrespectful bullpen. The only weak link really is the starting staff, what we've been talking about for a while. So I'm excited to hear what everyone has to say. Um, and uh, hopefully all of you, and if you have something to disagree with me on, whether it be the Cup Snakes, I'd love to hear the argument um, and we can chat it up. Yeah, everyone can start raising their hands now for their uh, two cents and the questions to put in. Uh, I agree, Fred. The, the team looks incredible. It, but I also think a part of it, too, is, like, even if we had this team, I mean, it, we won the division last year, but, like, having fans in the stadium and having all this, like, just energy back in Wrigley is such a difference as well. Like, it, it makes it all just come together that much more. It makes you believe in, like, this could be another great season for the Cubs just because you just see the beer snakes flowing over the back of Wrigley, and it, it all ties together. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's uh, that type of weekend is what you grind for, right? As a fan, that's what, what I mean. I'll, I'll speak. I'll speak for myself. That's what I. That's what I work for. Having that opportunity to watch a team sweep that dumb organization and you know do it in the fashion that they did. Anthony Rizzo coming back after a very, uh, 
you know, controversial day. I'm not trying to get too much into that. But on Friday, that news drops. He goes and has the 14 pitch at bat. It's a tank in the right field. It was absolutely incredible. And, um, you know, they battled back that game. It's just it, there, there were so many things. I was at the game on Sunday. It was electric. The energy was uh, top notch. And, you know, for someone who it felt like the first run, they felt like a playoff game. And it was just a red run on. So it was awesome to hear. And uh, hopefully we can keep going. That that 14 pitch at bat, I'll have to do a shout out to my girlfriend as a lifelong White Sox fan. DM me that video of like, why am I getting teary-eyed watching this? But it was just just a monumental game of like full capacity. Cubs are back from the pandemic against the Cardinals. Yeah. Just an electric at bat. There's so many things involved. And it was like, I think a lot of people were like cheering for a lot of reasons for that. That was an awesome moment. It was electric. It was electric. Being in the federal landmark on Sunday uh, was awesome. And the place wasn't even packed all the way. And it was loud. And whether you want to say it was the cup snakes, whatever it was, it was an atmosphere that I hadn't seen in a while. And uh, it was awesome to see. Quickly before we, we head into uh, uh, first question from press, when you're in the federal, when you actually go to a game, Fred, which isn't too yeah. often, are you no, like a little bit worried of like getting exposed? Like, you know, you're <laughs> exposed, not exposed, but you know, you don't, you're not very public facing from the yeah no the personal side of you. What's it like going in the game? Do you think people know about you? Um, you your location. I thought they want to track you down. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I wasn't. I'm not trying to be out and about like uh, some other fans are. No, no offense to them. You know, people do what they want to do. You know, I'm more of a guy, as you know, Adam. I lock into the games. I watch them pretty intently. I'm not someone who's out there to really. Uh, have a grand old time, even though I am watching the Cubs in the federal landmark, you know, it's, uh, it's business. I gotta, I gotta be on my toes. I need to make sure my phone's charged. I need to make sure I'm paying attention to everything that's going on. Cause I have to tweet, uh, the entire game and everything that goes on. So it's not like a total free for all party on my end. It's, uh, you know, I'm locked in I'm focused. And I think because of that, I'm not, you know, bringing too much attention to myself while I'm there. But, uh, you know, it was awesome. It was, it was, it was great to be there and, uh, can't wait till I can go back, uh, hopefully soon. Actually, Adam, next time I'll probably be there is when we go for uh, the company. It'll be great. We're just waiting for like an official instead of a probably, but that will be good. Yeah, it'll be good. Yeah. No, I am coming. It depends on if, uh, Fair significant enough. other comes. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, I mean, Director Morales, full-time job, and you can't be building cup snakes on the job. I think I think we yeah. can understand. Yeah, yeah. I All right. I, I have too many things going on. Press, kick us off. <laughs> uh, how you doing, fellas? Glad, Press, glad. how are you? Glad to hear your voices again. I'm great. How are you, more importantly? I'm, I'm great. Been too long. Good, man. It has been too long, yeah. Uh, one thought on the cup snakes, I thought it was funny when you guys at the start were like, let's get people's thoughts on the cup snakes. I I kind of feel like, I don't know, this is probably a popular opinion. I'm not like, you know, saying anything earth shattering here when I say the cup snakes are, in my opinion, a uh, an indication that people are just really excited to be there. And we talk about this being like a special yeah. year. Um I mean, this is, I feel like the, that you and I are alike in this respect, Dom, and that we feel like maybe a year does not have to end in a World Series win to still be labeled a special year. Like, we, we love going to Wrigley. 
You know, we love seeing yeah. being a part of that spirit. And the the cup snake is an expression of that spirit. Um, and and that's that's why I think we've all been so excited about it. Was that it was a the cup snake was a celebration of of that love for Wrigley that we all have having the 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 relationships you make in the bleachers and how much fun you have being just part of the atmosphere that's my take on yeah absolutely i agree and i i really am not the biggest cup snake guy i'm not like uh someone who gets super fired up to see him i just think it's a form of community it's a way to you know unionize people it's a way to you know build relationships it's an odd way to do it. I'm not going to lie. It's, you know, different. It's, I'm not saying it's like the best way. I know there are a lot of downfalls to it. I know beer gets everywhere. You have saliva dripping on people. Like I get that it's not ideal, but I also have a feeling that if you're in the bleachers, anything kind of goes, I mean, it's not a total free for all, but if you want to lock into the game, if you really want to watch what's going on, then go sit in the seats, like go sit down the line. Like, that is more suitable to really enjoying the game and locking in and watching and really. The bleachers are pretty, and that's kind of how they the bleachers. Like when you're in regular, there's going to be people potentially throwing up on your front porch or, you know, being loud at night or all that type of stuff that goes on in the neighborhood. Um, that signifies what the bleachers are. So I totally agree. I'm not the biggest fan, but I'm also not a guy who's going to, you know, yell when something is started. And it's, it's, it's a fun way to see people come together and uh, teach their own. It might change in the future. I don't think the Cubs are going to allow it to happen, you know, forever, but in that moment, you're going to look back at it and you're going to be like, wow, first weekend, hundred percent capacity. Look what happened. Like things were moving around. Everyone was happy. Everyone was together. Uh, and that's a site we haven't seen in a very long time in our country and in our city. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I feel like I get 2015 vibes, like the, that excitement we had in 2015, yeah. you know, from, from like this past week, from the fans being back, that the team doing well. Um, that's my kind of take on how it feels. Here's my real baseball question for you. Uh, and maybe it's a softball, but I'm curious uh, since we haven't talked in a few weeks. Um, yep. Obviously, starting yep. pitching, pitching, you mentioned it. Um, you know, what, I don't know, what targets do you see before the trade deadline? I, I mean, I heard Al over at, uh, you know, Bleed Cubby Blue is even talking about trying to make a play to get Lester back, um, which I feel like is a, sort of a nostalgia-driven idea. Yeah. Uh, I'm definitely a nostalgia-driven idea. What are your thoughts? Yo, know, I, I love John. I don't know if he's the guy. If I'm the Cubs, I'm going big here. This is, I mean, this could be the last time that it, it very well could be the last time this whole group's together. I mean, if we can get two extensions out of the three guys that are free agents, I think that would be awesome. I think if they could extend Chris Bryant, that would be awesome. But again, there's so much up in the air. You have a team that has an absolutely disgusting and disrespectful bullpen. You have a team that can beat you in many ways on offense whether it be via contact, whether it be the home run ball, whether it just be, you know, grinding out at bats, uh, taking walks, so on and so forth. It really just comes down to the starting pitching. And uh, you see, when you have a guy like Zach Davies, I'm not saying he's the best pitcher. I'm not saying he's a guy who can, you know, absolutely carry you in the playoffs. But you see what happens when you have good starting pitching performances because when it gets to the sixth inning on, this game's over. It, it is over. Craig, Craig Kimbrell is disgusting. Tommy Nance is disgusting. Tapera, 
uh, Gross, Winkler. I mean, by God, he's been incredible. It's an absolutely filthy bullpen, and that's without Justin Steele. Keegan Thompson has been all. I mean, there are names in there that are getting it done. It's why Tommy Hadvey, I said it uh, months ago, Tommy Hadvey deserves all the credit in the world for what he's done, how they've developed pitchers. And you've seen it over the years within this bullpen to the point where it is a top pen for sure in this league. So, you know, it's not like you need like uh, incredible, an incredible starting staff. But when you're in this position, you have the bullpen that you have and you have as a roster that's as deep as you have it now. Go big, man. Max Scherzer, if he's healthy and he's available, go do it. I, I don't see why you're really trying to cut corners, you know, uh, find the margin. I mean, like go big, do it up because you don't you don't know what's going to happen next year and in this offseason. Yeah, cool. That's the answer I was looking for. I feel like Scherzer's a name I hear a lot. Um, I'm not super familiar with with who might be on the trade block, but um, yeah, uh, that's cool. I I, I agree. Like, I uh, feel like Clayton Kershaw had a quote earlier in the year about about like always trying to put yourself in a position to win every single year, and this feels like one that is so important to. To double down on that. Uh, uh, fine, I'm just gonna run it. Right. I'm gonna run anyway. it. Adam's gonna be okay. absolutely. No, well, let me hear from you. What's going on, Tom? How are we doing today, man? I'm good. How are you? I'm I'm doing great. This week, this weekend was amazing. Obviously, um, you know, got to, got a little bit of time off work so I could watch some on TV. Uh, Love it. it great. It was great. So Love my, it. So my question is, obviously, the atmosphere this weekend at Wrigley was incredible. Um, how much of that do you think was um, you know, like it, COVID is over, you know, we're done. We're, we're just going to go on. I mean, I think people are going to be fired up. I wouldn't be surprised this coming weekend with the Marlins that it's any different. I know it's Cubs Cardinals. I know that's a totally different animal, but man, people were fired up to be there. Wrigleyville was hopping. I was around Wrigleyville the whole time, uh, that day on Sunday, it was popping, man. Things were going on. I, I, I think it's a combination of both. And then Again, I'm not champion Cub Snakes, but when you were in the stadium that Sunday night and they had those two Cub Snakes that could literally drop down and go all the way to the lake, all the way and touch Lakeshore Drive, it was absolutely incredible. Absolutely incredible. Just that eighth inning, people were just like fired up, getting rowdy. And again, I know it's not for every fan, but I think that added a huge element to it because kind of when you watch that game as it went on, the you know sixth, seventh, and eighth inning, nothing really happened. I don't think that anyone scored, so they were like kind of lull innings. You know, the game was going really fast. Um, but like the, the most exciting thing was were the Cub Snakes because the bullpen was just shutting everyone down, and just doing their job. So I think it was a combination of those three things. And if the Cubs can keep it going, which I think they will, the Brewers don't scare me. The Cardinals are the Cardinals. They're just like, they are what they are. They're hurt. They're like an okay team. They're overrated. What have you. Chicago Cubs can beat you in a whole ton of ways. They are playing without Nico Horner and Matt Duffy. They haven't really figured out who they're going to play on a consistent basis, but I don't think they ever will considering how deep this roster is. And because of that, people are fired up and I don't blame them for it. Yeah. Hey, that's, that's great, man. I, I'm, I'm real excited for the rest of the season. Um, and as always, uh, the division runs through Wrigley. So uh, let's absolutely get runs to the federal landmark. Thanks, Noah. I appreciate it. Thanks, Noah. Shout out to Fred. You're just filling in there, like, like you know what you're doing. 
I dropped yeah, out I for five seconds. I'm impressed. I know. Luckily, I'm not. I'm not driving anymore. I'm parking in front of my house. So. Um, All right. Yeah. Mr. Crispy, twenty-three, you're up. If you want it, Chris, this is your moment. Chris. Hey, sorry about that. Gotcha, What's up, Chris. Hey, uh, thanks for taking my uh, thing here. Um, you got it. I'm on. I'm on my second uh, bag of the morale blend, and it's fantastic. It's the best coffee God I've ever had. You. When uh, Joe from Obvious Shirts building your fandom and starting to build a career out of it, that's pretty fantastic. I don't see any other uh, sports franchises turning fans into uh, business owners. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, I, I appreciate the support. Without people like you, it wouldn't happen. So thank you. So uh, real quick question, and I don't want to play devil's advocate or anything, but do you think the front office and maybe ownership have um, – they're getting cold feet – regarding these extensions because of the Hayward contract. They paid so much money for that. And it hasn't been, at least on the field play, hasn't really offensively worked out. Oh, yeah, for sure. I think that's a huge – I mean, all these guys are going to be 30 years old, and I think the trend, if you're thinking about it objectively and logically, you don't overpay for people in their 30s. You don't pay – you don't pay for uh, players what they've done in the past. You want to play – you want to pay for what they're doing right now. It's why I've said – consistently that I think Chris Bryant makes the most sense to be extended. I'll actually say it right now and people might disagree with me. If you disagree with me, fine. I would say if you're going to make a decision, you know, I know people are thinking it might be two players. It, it could be one. Hopefully it's not. If I'm the Cubs and people are going to disagree with me, but I don't care if I'm the Cubs, I'm making a run at Chris Bryant. And if Chris Bryant's the only guy, Chris Bryant's the only guy. I love Anthony Rizzo. Javi Baez has been a great player for us. But objectively, Chris Bryant is the best player on this team. He has the greatest ceiling on these, this team. He's the most versatile. He's the most uh, – well, I'm not going to say athletic, but he can do so many things on the field. And I, he's just the best hitter. He has the best qualities at the plate that will age into his 30s. And if I'm making a run at someone, whether it be, you know, Chris, uh, Javi, Rizzo, and I have to decide, as you're saying, because they have cold feet because you don't want to pay a contract like Hayward and see how it plays out. Because Chris, I'm pulling my eggs in the basket, and it doesn't happen for the other guy. I, get I know a lot of people aren't going to like me saying that, but that's how I'm feeling right now. See, I, I completely agree with you on that point, but, man, uh, I wasn't I wasn't up on the Lester signing. I mean, I knew it was a great signing, but I didn't know how uh -huh. much it would affect the team and the culture. Then I saw him this year in a uh, Nationals uniform, and I was like, "Ooh, that hurts." So, yeah. Oh, it for I mean, sure. Oh, I say, man, Chris, I get it, dude. Schwarber, John Lester, even Theo, even uh, Len Casper, who stabbed me in the back a couple months ago. I mean, right? Um, yeah, it hurts. It, it hurts. I, I hear you. Maybe I'm a little more cold-blooded than uh, people think. But for me, and if you got to make a decision, I'm, I'm going after Chris Bryant because I just they're, they're not going to extend all three. It's not going to happen. Right. It's, it's not going to be a San Diego Padres situation. It's just not going to happen. So if I'm if I have to pick one out of three, it's Chris Bryant, and I have to pay if I have to pay a little more for that. I'm doing it every day of the week because I think he's the best player by far. Awesome. Well, thanks for taking my uh, thanks for taking my call. Appreciate it, guys.
You got it, Chris. Thanks again. Thanks, Chris. All right, we got Jake back in. Jake, how's it going? Hey, boys. It's going well. Good to be back. Uh, how you guys doing? Jake, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing very well. Thank you, Dom. Awesome. I'm uh, happy to be back and, and, and chatting baseball with you guys. Uh, it's been a, a very fun season. Um, yeah. I actually, I wanted to, I think Chris made a really good point. That's why I raised my hand um, about the Hayward contract. I mean, think about it from the perspective of this front office. These guys are getting the best look every day. Oh, yeah. these extendable players so you've got to think like they they know they know a lot of stuff that we don't know about these players how they expect to age with the projection systems and you all you guys know that i'm i'm with you dom like it's it's kb over over everybody like of course we've got you know um the the rizzo being our generation's mr cub you know whatever yeah but yeah like you said you, you hit the nail on the head with kb is going to age the best out of the group um, and he's only, is he even, he's still 29, right? Yeah, 29. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I think it's going to be really interesting to see. I, um, I hope they, they pursue KB in the offseason. It'd be fantastic to see them extend him like around the, if, if, if we're buyers of the deadline, how great would it be to get a big arm or just a solid like innings eater that we know can relieve the bullpen a bit um, and then extend KB on top of that to kind of, you know, give a punch to end this year. Um, Absolutely. I think I totally that would really agree. inject a lot into the fan base. Jake, I I totally agree. I, I've said it the whole time. It's why, it's why when the Rizzo news came out at the beginning of the season, why that was so depressing, if you will, because it kind of foreshadowed uh, what will happen in the future. And it really set a reality to, wow, like this is not going to be super simple to do. Not saying people thought it'd be simple to do. If you extended really anyone, I think it lifts the spirits of the team, the organization, the fan base, for sure the players, because they would feel like they could actually be compensated here in Chicago. Um, and if it was Chris Bryant on top of that, it would be, it would be incredible. And it would, it would really lift a lot of spirits and, um, a lot of people would be psyched up. I'd be psyched up. And and Jake, to again, what you were saying, I think he's going to age the best. I think he he's just the better player. He takes walks. He doesn't strike out a whole bunch. He can play five positions. It's it, it's something you don't see out of an MVP candidate. And not to mention, he is a true MVP candidate. He could very well win the MVP this year playing five positions. It's something that I don't think anyone's ever done, uh, which is absolutely remarkable. It allows the Cubs to be versatile. He's the guy you want to build around, and uh, hopefully we can see that coming uh, this offseason and maybe even something this uh, this season, even though I think we know how Scott Boris is going to operate with his client. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I think, and, and I think, too, the five positions, like, that's got to weigh in on MVP debates, right? Like, that's got to oh, yeah. be on, on the voters' minds. And then, yeah, I, you, you do make a great point. We, you know, sometimes I forget about the whole Boris effect. He's going to want Bryant to get into free agency instead of accepting an extension during the middle of the season, unless the Cubs, like, really blow him out of the water, which I don't think we can expect right now. But then I also um, – you guys talked about, about pitchers. I think Press brought it up earlier. I – you know, reading Bleacher Nation, reading Ken Rosenthal, et cetera, like, the big yeah. names on the market that I'm interested in are, like, weary of – uh -huh. But um, intriguing guys. Then you've got Mike Miner, who's like less. You know, he could again be an in innings eater, which we, we the team needs right now, frankly. Um, yeah. 
It's yeah, going to be really be... interesting to see if they can infuse any talent at the deadline. I think they definitely are going to buy, but I wonder if it's going to be some of those smaller, like Jesse Chavez type moves versus a, a big splash in a trade. Yeah, it, it very well could be. I'm just saying, and and uh, I, I totally agree with what you're saying. I just think if you are going to, you know, look at this season with it potentially being the last year with this group, very well could be. I mean, there's a ninety like five percent chance that that's the case. Go big, man. If you give up a prospect, I mean, you you already you got prospects back with bad news, right? Like you you you've played that game. Like the Cubs, I don't. They're not going to go into a rebuild next year. Like even though you, it's it's unknown. Like it's not like we're tearing it down to send a bunch of kids up next year. So like, go for it right now. It it, it could take really one guy. If Davies is pitching well, you know Kyle Hendricks, Morales-Lay has been great uh, overall. Um, you, you have something there, and the fact that you have a bullpen that's as good as it is right now is something that can really alleviate that starting staff and changes the complexity of what you're relying upon on a consistent basis in the in the playoffs. Yeah, absolutely agree. No, great points. I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm excited to see how things shake out in the next few weeks here, and um, hopefully we can get a win tonight. I don't know. Taiwan Walker, I, I think, is is not infallible. Uh, I think he's due for a dud, so let's get it tonight. Absolutely. I hear you, Jake. Thanks again, my man. Yep, see you guys. Thanks, Jake. See you, Always Jake. Great to have Adam, you on. I got, like, one more question in me. All right. I got, like, one more here, question, and then I got to go. I got one near you. All right, cool. Um, your first time back at Wrigley, what what did you uh, – what were you most excited to get back and see there? This is going to sound um, – not you know i there's there's been a lot of talk about the city connect jerseys and i know adam you know my my feelings about it i think a lot of people know my feelings about it i, I like they they were nice you know they they i know they were trying to connect all 77 neighborhoods they were trying to you know have that opportunity but what just stood out to me was just how how beautiful the place is and how goddamn green the place is. I mean, literally everything is green. The grass, obviously, the ivy, obviously, the scoreboard, the jumbotrons have a green, you know, uh, display on them as they're on. Like, the whole deal, the the beams that hold up the stadium are green. That That's the thing that stood out to me the most. And the whole time, even though I was watching the game, even though I was excited to be in the, in the federal landmark, I was just thinking to myself, man, I cannot believe they have not made any green jerseys yet and they haven't played in any green jerseys um, because I think it's a perfect tribute to what Wrigley is. <laughs> it's just way more green than it is blue, light blue, whatever it is, and it represents Wrigleyville. Um, so that was the thing that stood out to me, Adam. It's a beautiful place. It's a federal landmark for a reason. I know that might be selfish reasons considering we put the jerseys on sale. And uh, that whole thing went over well, and I'm super excited for everyone to get their jersey. But, um, man, I, I think it's just an opportunity that the Cubs should uh, utilize in the future. Uh, I think it would be a great change-up to their already great uniforms, and uh, hopefully we can see it in the future. I think it would be a timeless thing that would actually, uh, you know, represent what Wrigley's all about. And I think clearly people showed that you weren't alone in thinking that people showed up for that that first morale jersey yeah. and uh we we won't say exactly how many people showed up for it but i think you guys will visually be able to see it once they hit uh your doorsteps and people start wearing them out in wrigleyville because 
um, it'll be a beautiful thing. And I'm like, I'm looking forward to do some more green merch too. It's a beautiful, beautiful green to use. All right. Last question, and you can take us out. Who are you taking Olive Garden? Tommy Hotteby. It's not even close. He's been – I know the starting staff hasn't been uh, – well, it's actually been the 29th best starting staff in the big leagues. It's nothing to write home about. But the fact that they're doing it with this bullpen – Ryan Tapera and the brothers here and there, Winkler, and then Dirty Craig. It's, it's remarkable. Tom Hadovy has been on the forefront the entire time. Greg Brezzo, give him a lot of credit. The pitch lab, everyone that is involved. I've said it before. I've said it multiple times. When you want to see the development within an organization, turn to the bullpen. Turn to the relief pitchers because they have the most turnover. They're the guys that are coming from AAA or the minors the most often. And it really represents what's going on within your system. Remember, we're not even doing it without Rowan Wick. He was considered one of the best relievers we had the last couple of years. Um, so they're they're doing things that uh, many big league teams have done for a while, but now the Cubs have caught up and are really leading that forefront. A lot of a lot of credit goes to Dirty Craig. He's been remarkable. He's been the best. He's arguably the best he's ever been in his career, which is great to see for us. Uh, but Tommy Hadi, that's who I'm taking to Olive Garden. Can't wait to go back to Olive Garden, by the way. It's a side note. But, um, yeah, he's he's been awesome, and it's been great to see what this bullpen can do on a nightly basis. I'm looking forward to our first Morales Applico dinner at Olive Garden. Yeah, it's coming soon. Coming soon. Yep, we're going to have everyone in town, and it's going to be exciting, and uh, I'm really looking forward to it. It's going to be hard to document it with people that don't really put their faces to the Twitter handles, but nonetheless, yep. it'll be a nice – intimate dinner yeah not nonetheless we're, we're excited we're excited to meet everyone and uh chop it up over a bunch of fantastic breadsticks all right it's all we got this week fred you want to take us out one last one last uh spiel before we close it big game tonight you have Degrom tomorrow you know he's uh, a literal god on the mound he's jesus christ 2.0 he's better than Jake was arguably when Jake had that great year in 2015. So you got to get this game tonight. Uh, but, you know, listen, we're, we're right in the thing. These are the teams you play the most. And uh, it's what I've been talking about the entire time. And I'm very thankful that we're having the opportunity to watch this team compete and compete uh, potentially the last time together uh, as, a, as a group. So we'll see what happens. I'm fired up and hopefully we can get a win tonight before we face the ground tomorrow. Thanks everyone for being here. Uh, we'll do it again next week and God bless you and your family. Cup and four. God bless you and your families. Thanks Jake, Mike, Nick, Chris, Chris, Matt, Blake, Jeffrey, Derek, Alex, Jared, Jack, Robbie, George, Steve. Have a good one. Thanks everyone. <laughs>